Welcome to Wisdom, Love, and Beauty, a podcast for the soul and the home of dangerous wisdom. This is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, and we've arrived at our midweek contemplation of insights from Yijing, the field guide to synchronicity science. We've had a single moving line the past few weeks, but this week we have two moving lines. That might be exciting, except that these two moving lines basically carry the same message. Or we could say the first line offers the message, and the second line amplifies it. Just to make sure we're getting it, then that's why we have two moving lines, really hear it. Our main figure this week is the Great Accumulates. This figure carries the archetypal connotation of great effort producing great achievement. But effort in the wisdom traditions is non-doing. Non-doing. While the dominant culture is characterized by doing, not just doing, but doing on steroids, we are doers in the dominant culture. But nature is not a doer. And Yijing, as a science, has to do with nature. There are archetypal patterns, the patterning of primordial awareness, the patternings of nature. And nature does all things by means of non-doing. And so unsurprisingly, Yijing tells us to stop. That's what our moving lines tell us. They tell us that we face some kind of obstacle. And our temptation with any kind of obstacle is to push through. That's how the dominant culture works. Even if nature herself presents us with a boundary, we push through. And we take it to be heroic. We celebrate it. And obviously there's a need for effort, a need for joyful perseverance in the face of difficulty, even incredible difficulty. But that takes discernment. When do we have to add more effort and when do we need to stop and listen Now, our first moving line says danger and obstruction are at hand and we should stop. The second moving line says take take the axle off the wagon. That's really what it amounts to. It's got this image of the axle coming off the wagon. We have to stop totally. Take the axle off. Or we could imagine Yijing is telling us the axle is off. And what we're about to do, if we're not careful, is to force the horse to pull the wagon anyway. That's how we treat horses. That's how we treat the world. That's how we treat ourselves, our own bodies, our own minds. And we definitely relate to the world that way. We decide what we want, and we force the world to give it to us. We just take it. Even though we have heat waves and natural disasters telling us to stop, we keep doing what we're doing. We keep getting on airplanes, for instance, to take trips for our own entertainment. In the middle of a climate catastrophe evoked, provoked, caused by burning fossil fuels, we burn them just because we want to. We we don't have to go to the place we're going, but we want to. It's the same as whipping a horse 
to force it to pull a cart with no axle. Now, we don't see it that way because we don't stop and slow down long enough to perceive the delicate interwovenness of things. We don't realize that we're treating the world or our own bodies or others as if we were whipping a horse to get it to pull a cart with no axle. Now, we contemplated this basic idea with respect to the principles of magic, and what we said then applies to the present insight from Yijing. And we said that we don't seem to remember, we don't seem to perceive, and we don't seem to think with the interdependencies in our larger ecology of mind. And since we don't remember them and perceive them and think with them, we trample those interdependencies. We trample that delicate interwovenness of all things, and as a consequence, ecologies break down. And that means we ourselves break down. Breakdown is right there in our own body and mind. We become less alive and alive. We become less healthy and connected. We feel cut off from the deeper flow of meaning and significance. We become possessive, aggressive, violent, confused, afraid, reactive, clingy, and so on. And we stop living magically, like in the good sense. Remember, we, if, or if you don't remember, if you didn't listen to that series, we tried to cultivate a real scientific sense of magic. And to say that we live magically, once we go through that contemplation, we realize that's a good thing. It means living ecologically means living philosophically, skillfully. But when we break these delicate interdependencies, we stop living magically because we're living like they're not there, like they don't matter. And we can get locked into doing our lives and pursuing our agendas. Now, all that can sound very doom and gloom, you know, but it's just a diagnosis. We're just trying to diagnose why is Yi Jing telling us to stop? You know, if our doctor, we go to the doctor, say, you know, my voice is a little funny. And the doctor says, well, we found a nodule on your vocal cords. We can still stop smoking, you know. We got a chance here. I know that's what happened to Leonard Cohen. You know, he smoked for a couple of decades and it even maybe gave, arguably gave some character to his voice. Who knows? But the doctor told him, look, you got a nodule. It does no good to accuse the doctor of doom and gloom. Leonard Cohen didn't say, well, you know, that's all very depressing, man. I want to talk to you. He smoked for decades, and then he's got a nodule, and he decided to stop smoking. And that's what we can do. Yi Jing is telling us we need to stop. But not merely stop. This figure has to do with asking what matters more than anything else, what matters more than the cigarette. So these moving lines are not just saying something mean, they're saying something very positive. They're, they have to do with eliminating negativity, really, and recommitting ourselves to what we most deeply want to stand for in our lives. What we think is most real, beyond anything our culture might say is realistic. That's the rub, because the culture uses the word realistic for things that are, have nothing to do with reality and have nothing to do with our highest values. 
Now, these moving lines are about releasing bound-up energy, kind of renovating some kind of corrupt or problematic situation, maybe in our soul, maybe in the world, maybe both at the same time. Because if there's something corrupt or problematic in our soul, well, it's in the world, isn't it? And if it's in the world, it's in our soul. So these moving lines have to do with beautifying ourselves and our world on the basis of our highest, most precious value or values. So we can spend some time the next day or two before we get to the final contemplation just reflecting mindfully, really holding these notions and taking time to reconnect with our highest values. And we have to take care to avoid rationalizations and any kind of spiritual materialism because our highest values can become a vehicle for our own suffering and the suffering of others if we let our ego or the larger culture co-opt those values. So we can ask the same questions we started with this week, which is something like, what things that you follow along with seem out of alignment with your highest values? In what ways would your highest and best self say you are following along with the wrong things. And we can add this question. How can you most powerfully reconnect with your highest values? Or how can you follow your highest values so that they release hidden potentials for you that the conscious mind cannot see? That's the great irony. The conscious mind is clinging to the supposedly realistic thing unable to see that really recommitting to our highest values allows them to become a great accumulator for us and also a great liberator of potentials that we cannot see while we're busy clinging to what we think we have to cling to. Next time, we'll look at the relating figure for this week's Yijing Insights. and That'll give us plenty of food for thought and practice over the weekend, as usual. In the meantime, if you have questions, reflections, or stories of synchronicity to share, send them in through dangerouswisdom.org, and we might bring some of them into a future contemplation. Until then, this is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, reminding you that your soul and the soul of the world are not two things. Take good care of them.